0: the bat
1: May the fourth be with you. Who is that masked man?
0: Avengers, assemble! Good afternoon and welcome to the Fantastic Forum. I'm Ulysses E. Campbell. As always, we'll begin the show with some genre-related news. Comcast has shut down the G4 gaming network once again. In a statement, Comcast Spectacor chairman and CEO Dave Scott cited low viewership numbers, saying that the network had failed to achieve financial results that were sustainable. G4 originally launched in 2002 with popular fan favorites such as X-Play and Attack of the Show. It was shut down by NBC Universal in 2013. The rebooted network officially returned to linear television on November 16, 2021. The decision has resulted in 45 staff members of G4 TV losing their jobs. Data from NASA's Voyager 2 mission has revealed a faint ring of dust encircling the planet Uranus. The probe passed by in January 1986 where it discovered ten moons and two rings while becoming the first and only spacecraft to date to visit the planet. One of those rings called the Zeta Ring by scientists, has frustrated astronomers ever since, as they have been unable to spot it again. Amateur image processor Ian Regan surprised NASA last year with a new image of the Uranus ring system. Scientists originally missed the find, as the reddish, dusty ring, which is closest to Uranus, wasn't visible in any individual image. Regan had to combine a number of images for the future to appear. Matthew Hedman, a planetary scientist at the University of Idaho, said, This is the most comprehensive view of the Zeta ring that exists, and we didn't know it was in the Voyager data for decades. This shows there's a lot of information still encoded in the Voyager data that deserves a second look. The new image, combined with the previous two Voyager photographs, offered Hedman and his colleagues enough information to calculate the ring's distance from Uranus about 23,000 miles or 37,000 kilometers above the planet and to estimate its brightness. NASA released images in September which the James Webb Space Telescope had captured of similar rings around Neptune. The space agency plans to use the Webb Space Telescope to make additional observations of Uranus. Harrison Ford has been cast to replace the late William Hurt as General Thunderbolt Ross in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Ford will appear as the character in the upcoming Captain America New World Order, starring Anthony Mackie. Walter Hamada has left his position as DC Films President at Warner Brothers. Amada is the fifth Warner Brothers. Motion Picture Studio executive to leave since David Zaslav took the reins of the newly merged Warner Brothers. Discovery. The Baltimore Comic Con returns next weekend, where many cons are more multimedia these days. Founder Mark Nathan sees that this is a comic-centric event, and it is one of the better regional shows and includes a fabulous array of comics and media guests. BCC also features the Ringo Awards. The show runs from October 28th through the 30th at the Baltimore Convention Center. You can get more information by visiting the website at baltimorecomicon.com. Somehow I missed reporting on this from last week. Robbie Coltrane passed away on October 14th. The Scottish actor was best known to genre audiences for his portrayals of Hagrid in the Harry Potter film series, and Valentin Zukovsky in several James Bond movies starring Pierce Brosnan. He was 72. Black Adam, starring Dwayne The Rock Johnson, opened with $26.8 million from Thursday previews and Friday showings. The film is projected to earn $62 million in its opening weekend. Reviews have been questionable, but the heck with reviews. You want to go see it? Go ahead and see it. We'll get to the discussion immediately following the official, spoiler-free, FF review of the movie. Ulysses Campbell for Fantastic Forum The Black Adam character originated in Fawcett Comics, the Marvel family comic book, in 1945. Teth Adam had been the Wizard Shazam's champion in ancient Egypt, but... He was ultimately deemed unworthy because he used his magical abilities to kill Pharaoh and take power for himself. For that, he was banished to the farthest star in the universe. It took him 5,000 years to return, by which time the wizard had selected new champions. Black Adam did battle with Captain Marvel, Captain Marvel Jr., and Mary Marvel. He died after being tricked into reverting back into Teth Adam, who disintegrated into dust due to his advanced age. Black Adam was revived by DC Comics, who acquired the rights, along with other Captain Marvel characters. Since that revival, he has enjoyed a rich history in the comics as the anti-hero to Billy Batson's Captain Marvel. Dwayne The Rock Johnson has described Black Adam as the character he was born to play. And Johnson clearly has a great time in the role. Overall, Black Adam is an enjoyable movie, even if it is something of a mess due to the many characters, jumbled plotline, and its service to DC world building. Let's start with the DC Extended Universe, which has been semi-competitive against the juggernaut that is the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Many people forget that the big-budget Hollywood blockbuster superhero movie genre was actually begun by DC with Superman the Movie, way back in 1978. That is actually only relevant in terms of the way the rivalry between Marvel and DC is characterized today, because DC was actually doing pretty well for decades, and it is only since the late aughts that Marvel has taken the lead. Not unlike the historic sales war between Comics Big Two, which ultimately saw Marvel outstrip DC in the early 1970s. Leading up to its release, Black Adam was described as a game changer in the rivalry. This was the picture that was to make DC competitive, will it? I don't know. Black Adam has a lot going for it. Dwayne The Rock Johnson's earnest commitment is obvious. Johnson is star as well as producer, and he's relying on his bankability as a star to carry the film. Co-stars Pierce Brosnan and Aldous Hodge bring gravitas and a degree of star power as well. The cast is rounded out by Sarah Shahi, Quintessa Swindell, Noah Centineo, Bodhi Sabongui, Mohamed Amir and Marwan Kinzari. Viola Davis, Jennifer Holland, Jamon Honshu and Henry Winkler appear in cameo roles. The effects are top shelf as one would expect for a big budget, tentpole movie. The credits list an army of visual effects artists, animators and compositors and others. There are also a lengthy list of stunt performers. The fan service is exceptional. Not only do we get Black Adam, but Hawkman, Dr. Fate, Atom Smasher, Cyclone, Sabak, Shazam the Wizard, Amanda Waller, the original Adam, and a couple of others. There's plenty of superhero action, magic, and high tech gadgets. It has humor. The movie also benefits from a sweeping cinematic score by Lorne Balf. The characterization of Black Adam is consistent with the comic's incarnation. He is an anti-hero, and he doesn't hold back on bad guys. Some will undoubtedly relish scenes in which he deals merciless justice. Narratively, the movie is a total mess. The screenplay by Adam Zeichel, Rory Haynes, and Surab Nashervani is all over the place, particularly in the beginning. I wish there had been some character development and motivation established. The film lurches from one action sequence to the next, although there is a reasonably satisfying conclusion that leaves the viewer with a positive feeling about the movie. Black Adam runs a brisk two hours and four minutes. The pacing is such that it doesn't ever really slow down. Another advantage of which is that you may not notice some of the story shortcomings. You'll want to remain for the neat mid credit scene. I'm not going to spoil it for you, but you probably already heard. It's rated PG-13 for action, fantasy, sci-fi. The rating is about right although you can confidently take children as young as about 10 or 11 without reservation. Lots and lots of action and violence with minimal substance, but still a great deal of fun. Two stars out of four. Ulysses Campbell for Fantastic Forum. And there you have it. The official FF review of Black Adam starring Pierce Brosnan and Aldous Hodge and, oh yes, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, which just opened yesterday in theaters nationwide. So, um, I would like to introduce my guests <laughs> for right now. I've, uh, I've got Julian Lytle, who is here with me. And uh, we'll see if maybe we don't, uh, at some point, connect with Shireen Nicole. Maybe we will, maybe we won't. Um, you know, it's one of those many, many mysteries um, don't know exactly how that works so uh. hello
2: ulysses thank you for having <laughs> me on again well thanks that i saw the movie uh,
0: you know if we're going to be talking about it <laughs> it does <laughs> if we're going to be talking about it it certainly does and um, i think that i was i you know i was on the fence about it and and you know you and i were having a conversation before the show started uh, because you had a very interesting perspective on well okay here here's the thing sorry we were talking about the fact that DC movies are frequently very poorly reviewed and the reviews for, for Black Adam were I mean they've been lousy would you would you would you say about the uh, Rotten Tomato score well, at one point it started on the day the embargo
2: lifted which is for press reviews, mm-hmm. it was at 44. Then it kind of went up to 50. And now I just checked it. It is at 41%. So it went down after 200 reviews. Oh, good but gracious. The, uh, the Rotten Tomatoes um
0: audience score is at 89%. Hmm. 89. That's really good, especially compared to the... And, and sometimes you do see a big discrepancy between the audience score and the critic score
2: that happens really where I think at that point the, the large amount of critics are out, become out of touch. And I say this as a person that's in a credit, as a critic that's been a critic for a while and part of all these different things. So it's like uh yeah um you guys I think you all are missing the boat here. Because then they're going to celebrate some other movie that might be terrible.
0: Mm-hmm. Well Okay,
2: like there's this movie called Funny Pages that's about basically independent comics. Mm-hmm. It has an amazing Rotten Tomato score. Mm-hmm. It's like ninety to one percent. The movie's terrible. <laughs> the movie, yeah, it shows nothing about the actual life of people who make comics in the small press and independent scene. Mm-hmm. It's terrible. It's a terrible movie. It's about terrible people, and all the people that I know actually make comics in that scene thinks it's terrible. Critics love it. Really? So, at that point, is our uh, critics? Are critics doing the right thing or not?
0: That is a question. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. Mhm. Okay. Uh, I think we have Shireen. Shireen. Yes. All right. Well, there we go. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Hello, Shireen. How are you?
1: I'm fine. You
2: doing Oakley
0: Dukely?
1: That's good. I'm still not home yet, so.
0: Oh no. Yeah, I'm on my way there now. Oh well, I appreciate you being able to connect with us. I didn't know you was outside. I had no idea, and uh, now I'm sad because I'm not outside with you. No. Yeah. But yeah, so, no, uh, Shireen. We had started talking a little bit about um, Black Adam, and uh, Julian had made the comment. Because I, well, I had made the comment about the fact that the reviews. Have not been very good for this movie so far, mm-hmm. and in fact, apparently, what well, Julian, you were saying they've gotten worse.
2: Yeah, it's down at forty-one percent. It's gotten worse since where it was at. The highest it had was fifty. Now it's at forty-one percent again,
0: mm-hmm. even
2: yeah. lower than what yeah. it was on the first day.
0: Mm.
1: Are you talking critics or fans? Yeah,
2: critics. Oh uh, no, fans is at eighty-nine percent. I have a feeling it's probably going to go up.
0: Or oh, the fan review or the, the critic audience, review? The both?
2: audience is at 89 Critic scores at forty-one.
0: Right. So you're saying. The audience review will go up. I think or it the, is okay. So the audience review is going to go up. I believe the, so. The critic review is also going to go up.
2: No, I believe that. If, yeah. it's there, if it's going down at this rate, it's oh, going to get it's worse. We all. Oh, because oh. critics, critics. I'm telling you, they have
0: they have something against Warner Brothers in DC. And that was kind of where I had wanted to go. But first, I'm going to remind everybody that you're listening to Fantastic Forum on WERA 96.7 FM and streaming via WERA.FM. We are your community radio station. I'm Ulysses E. Campbell. I'm joined today by Julian Lytle and Shireen Nicole, who's on her way home. So if you see her, don't impede her. And We were talking a little bit about uh, the new movie that just oh well actually we hadn't gotten to talking about the movie but we were talking about the uh, critic score and the general atmosphere surrounding these movies now um, Shireen you hadn't heard my review because you hadn't connected with us at that point but one of the things that I had pointed out was that these DC because of course DC Started the whole big-budget movie blockbuster Thing for superheroes with Superman the movie back in 1978, and uh, they were doing pretty well with all of this for decades, um, up until the early aughts when you had them become supplanted by Marvel. And I
2: don't think I don't think that happened. That didn't happen to me. It didn't happen until 2008. Well, yeah, they that had, was the early, had, well, okay, had, the late aughts, no, I'm had, sorry. No, I'm just saying they had Spider-Man, and then that was, a, so, I still, that's a Sony movie.
0: Yeah, no, you're right. I mean, but you're right. I was thinking with the advent of Iron Man, and that was 2008, so it wasn't the early aughts, it was the late aughts. And Dark Knight still outsold it. It made a billion. People want, everybody wants to erase
2: that like, the movies was making billions of dollars before Marvel cracked that that number, but
0: mm-hmm. I'm petty. Well, look, I, I, I'm, I'm not going to, I'm not going to go there, because <laughs> whether you're petty or not, that's not important to me. You're my friend, and uh, I'm just I,
2: petty against the MCU. That's so. all.
0: Yeah. Well, They're my look, enemy. I, 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 regardless of whether that's the case or not, uh, and I'm not in a position to judge. I'm just saying that I think you make a very interesting point, Shereen. I'm interested in what you have to say about this because uh, my perception is well, okay, first. Uh, Of the things that Julian was saying, yes, I absolutely agree that there is a general bias against the DC movies. But the other dynamic that's at work here is that there is a bias in favor of the Marvel movies. And that's why you get subpar films like Guardians of the Galaxy that are hailed as some sort of incredible, remarkable feat of movie making, you know. So, what do you think? You mean me? Yes. <laughs>
1: oh, I, um, as far as if there is some kind of bias, um, disparage a bias. Okay, between, I think that it's not so much bias as conditioning. Um, for the last however many years or how many ever episodes, as Julian calls the movies the fans have gotten used to a certain superhero language. It's the same language that they didn't have when something like Unbreakable came out, which prevented them from really understanding it. But now you have this situation where Marvel has defined the language of superheroes. And so when people go to the movies, even Marvel's own movies, they expect that language to be spoken. And when it isn't, they're upset by it. Uh, that causes them to like shows even as stupid as she thought because it speaks that language so I think that that's more where it comes from and but as far as bias you know you look at Tony Stark versus Bruce Wayne and Julian and I have talked about this often that they blame Bruce Wayne for everything that Tony Stark does and give Bruce Wayne none of the credit for the stuff that he does
0: why? Wait, wait, wait. don't the you mean... The Marvel language. Wait, wait, wait. Wait, don't you mean the opposite? Whoa, okay. Well, now, nah, okay. I'm no, sorry. I do
1: not mean the opposite. <laughs> I mean exactly what I
0: said. <laughs> Tony Stark is
1: guilty of all of the things that they attribute to Batman. And all of the goodness that they contribute to Tony Stark is actually true of Batman. Or, Iron, you know, Iron Man versus Batman, Tony Stark versus Bruce Wayne. Y'all know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So, I, so those are my thoughts.
0: Okay, all right. Well, uh, you know, I, th- no, the only reason I was questioning you is because, I mean, I've heard some very hard things said about Batman, you know, in terms of, oh, he likes to beat up on poor people and all this kind of thing. Things that Tony Stark does in his movies. Yes, yeah. Well, but I've also but Batman heard... Batman does not. I've also heard some very scathing kinds of criticisms of Tony Stark. I mean, I, really both of them. I, and, and look, I, I, I got to say... Iron Man is my favorite Marvel hero, you know was for a long time before these movies started coming out and so I'm 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 dismayed by Robert Downey jr's characterization of him as well as People's general response to him. I mean so you know because the 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 Iron Man that I knew that I read in the comic books That wasn't who Tony Stark played consistently
2: but yeah, I agree.
0: Yeah. But Robert that's Downey not Jr. Robert
1: Downey Jr.'s fault. That's the script. Well, that's I what th- they wrote for him.
2: To I be. think he ad libbed some of that I, stuff too. I think I, some of that is he had a little bit of more juice than than other people do. Is to make it his own. Yeah. Like,
0: I, I agree with he you. He felt
2: a little bit too comfortable in the role, in my opinion. But. He felt
0: extremely comfortable. And then comfortable they changed
2: the Iron role. Man to be that. So Yes. Guess what? You don't even have your Iron Man anymore. No. Ta-da. No.
0: Yeah, my Iron Man wore a mustache, not a goatee. <laughs> you know, it's like this guy wears a goatee. And as we all know, you wear a goatee, you're a bad guy. <laughs> well, I would say this John
2: Slatterly was playing classic Tony Stark every yes. time he appeared his whole yes. hour Stark. I was like, yes. oh,
0: Oh yeah. Yes. He's a he's a he's a madman character, but yes, exactly. You know, Tony was
1: always a jerk in the comics to me.
2: They at least gave him an actual legitimate problem that he can go to AA for to explain why he was a jerk sometimes.
0: Yeah, yeah. And while they had they had sort of leaned in that direction because he drank heavily in the comics, um, they didn't go so far as to call it alcoholism (laughs) until you know the uh, well. I would say this in the movies, uh, he
2: doesn't. uh, He's just at times just terrible.
0: Yes. Yeah. Because they, they didn't. I mean, they
2: they spent a total of 10 minutes dealing, with like, oh, maybe maybe Tony's drinking a little bit too much. And then, like, uh, Black Widow does a Frankensteiner on somebody and it's over.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But we're well, we
2: talking too much about Iron Man.
0: It, we are. <laughs> Especially when Black Adam just came out. But the fact is, is that. And this was actually, I think, where Marvel started to both go off the rails and go on track in the sense that the director for Iron Man 2 wanted to do certain things. And where he had had carte blanche in the first movie, he did not in the second. And there were certain mandates that were beginning to be foisted upon their directors in service to the world building that Kevin Feige wanted to accomplish. You know yeah. guy oh, we got to have black widow black widow's got to be in this movie No, you can't do demon in a bottle. I mean, you know that that we're just not going in that direction, you know, so And I liked iron man, too also, <laughs> I mean, you know, that is honestly one of the worst Marvel movies on, and I think it's interesting coming on the heels of what is in my estimation the finest of their wares with the first iron man you get one of the worst ones with Iron Man too, so again, just sort of uh, personal preference, but yeah, I, I uh, just pivoting back to what we were talking about because uh, part of part part of what uh, drew that comment from you, Julian, was uh, you were saying that generally these DC movies are very poorly reviewed, and yeah, I offered yeah, yeah yeah, but I offered uh, Aquaman, which I thought was well reviewed, but then you told me initially the reviews got better. Initially, yeah. right now those it's at sixty five percent. Oh, okay, sixty
2: five percent for Aquaman. Mm-hmm. Aquaman is just fashion and the Furious with people who can breathe on the water. <laughs> that means it's top tier, excellent. Oh, it got sixty five percent.
0: Well, I I did think it was a pretty. I mean, I thought it, narratively it was a pretty tight movie. I didn't have a problem with it. You know, I mean as opposed to Black Adam. Which, as I said in my review, I mean that movie was a mess. I mean, I enjoyed it. Don't get me wrong. And and I why, I why
2: why is it a mess? I don't I don't understand what's so messy about the movie.
0: Okay, well, narratively, it didn't it didn't really have. I don't want to characterize this. It didn't really have a plot. The movie just kind of started. There was no character development. You're kind of introduced to these, you know, the, the the supporting characters. I didn't understand what the motivation of these people was. Wait, huh? Yeah, I mean, they're looking for this crown. Enter gang at
2: international.
0: Okay, you're going to explain it to me. <laughs> you know, I'm just saying.
2: Oh, it's a like a bad yes. actor has taken over their country. Yes. And a woman is a leader. This is a Middle Eastern country. Yes. Is basically one of the main leadership of a rebellion force.
0: And she wants to free her country and her people. How is she going to accomplish that?
2: With Black Adam.
0: Well, they weren't looking for Black Adam. They were looking for the crown of Sabacc.
2: She was trying to keep that away from Intergang because Intergang wants the crown of Sabak. Would you really want an evil... What? It doesn't even have to be Intergang. We're talking about Intergang because I can go into the well of the Intergang. <laughs> but do, do you want something if you know this is connected to, to six devils and you get all this power would you want them to have that
0: well that's not the point I mean why, why isn't it the point what I'm saying is we didn't know the audience didn't it's a know nu- it's, a, it. It. it's
2: a nuclear weapon that's it there you go she doesn't want them to get the uranium to make the nuclear weapon
0: because they shouldn't have a nuclear weapon well I wish that they had set all that up I mean, you know, and from a certain standpoint, okay, yeah, we're kind of learning about this as we go. Fine. But again, the characters lacked motivation. The whole introduction of Black Adam came very sloppily to me. Uh, I mean, and and obviously, it was all about oh, we got to introduce this guy as quick as possible because he's the star of the movie. But we don't really know. I mean, I would have preferred that they were looking for Black Adam. That would have kind of made some sense. You know, maybe they stumble across the the crown while they're doing that. But that's not what happened. And then it was accidental in terms of. I mean, you know, what? she reads some inscription or whatever it was, and manages to wake this guy up, and you know, next thing you know, he's but he's always people. released accidentally. He's not supposed to be released purposely. Well, yeah, yeah, but you know, you're, you're part of what you're talking about is the story in the comics, and but which is fine. It's an adaptation. It's like this. There's mm-hmm. a reason why people are mad at Rings of Power because they make
2: certain choices that is not people never have the same energy for when they make ch- what well, actually they do when you make changes to shakespeare people feel away when people mm-hmm. make changes to um any one of these these these, these if someone make a serious change to harry potter there's problems in the streets <laughs> yeah if you make a change to uh you know I I haven't even watched it yet this i think there's, there must be certain changes to interview with a vampire that i know online oh, there's huge changes there's people <laughs> with issues with this so what I'm saying mm-hmm. is the fact that she accidentally releases Black Adam, I think was done well, as they had to take out everything in regards to Billy Batson, his parents, the wizard, and all this. It's just like oh, that like the the connecting the the crown of Sabat, I don't know. To me, that was pretty clear. Like yo, bad guys want something. She's stopping them from getting it. She read some joint, and then Black Adam come out, and it's just like oh. Oh,
1: the old the old hero back? I do have to say that I missed the first thirty minutes and I pretty much
0: got that. <laughs> <laughs> well look, I'm so, not saying
1: su- mm, yes. so
0: No go no ahead. I I'm 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 not suggesting that anybody was gonna be lost <laughs> without this, you know. I mean I I'm I'm just saying that I thought that the whole thing could have been set up. Better than it was. I mean it see it, it, frankly it seemed ham-handed to me um, I would have liked to have known just a little bit about these characters and about why they were doing what they were doing I mean everybody was just kind of I mean it was like throwing spaghetti up against a wall what they did
2: I don't I, I don't I hear you, but I just don't I don't I don't I don't get it like uh, I, I don't get how you not that that and it's something that I've seen other um, that I've seen in many other reviews. I like I don't I don't I don't under, completely understand because it's just like yo, her country is under duress. It's pretty simple motivations. We watch the news under every day. We see very similar things in the real world. I don't need I got I got the little shorthand language. Like I don't need a bunch of explaining because then you wasting my time.
1: Well, see, but that's the thing again. Marvel has coded superhero language, right? So, that's why people didn't like Eternals, because it didn't speak the normal Marvel language. And so they were lost with it. Uh I think that with this film, I didn't think it was a great film, but I found it enjoyable. That's that's where I landed on it. I, I had a good time. All this Hodges Hoffman is
0: brilliant. It's great. <laughs> that's really all I need.
1: If nothing else in that movie worked and Hulkman worked, with all this hodgepodge, great.
2: We already a C You'll plus with Shereen. Up. You <laughs> <get> <laughs> a thumbs
1: up. You're doing the job, right? But I, so I had fun. I thought Pierce Brosnan was a this was a very strong fate. I wanted Odette Fair. I got Pierce Brosnan. I'm good mm. with it, right? It's good. He did a great job. He's a great actor. That's what he does. And so for me. And I I felt the same way about Aquaman. Like, I thought Aquaman was overstuffed. Like, it was just like, we don't know which 1950s serialized movie we want to be. You know, (laughs) action adventure, film noir. It's just like, it was everywhere. But I I still had a good time because again, you gave me a great Black Manta. Got a great Black Manta, got a great Aquaman. What'll be mad about, I'm good. but i do think that people have those problems narratively because they expect now for superhero movies to have a specific flow and that's a shame i mean i think that that's a big part of why people like the boys because it's so blatantly clear that it's breaking with that mold
0: hmm. in
1: a gross you out kind of hmm. way y- y- So people y- you are know, like
0: oh Shireen? this is Shireen, I'm going to have to ask you to hold on because that musical cue means it's time for us to take a short break because Fantastic Forum comes to you via WERA 96.7 FM in Arlington, Virginia. We're a community radio station. We're non-commercial. We rely on the ongoing generosity of our underwriter sponsors and you are listeners for the totality of the operation of the radio station. Visit the website at WERA.FM or that of our parent organization, Arlington Independent Media at arlingtonmedia.org. Find out how you can make your tax-deductible gift today. Shireen and Julie and I will be right back after these messages. Don't go away. More Fantastic Forum yet to come. Oh. And welcome back to the Fantastic Forum here on WERA 96.7 FM and streaming online at WERA.FM. We are Arlington. I'm Ulysses E. Campbell. I am joined today by Shireen Nicole and Julian Lytle. And when we took the break, we were talking a little bit about, um, not so much, well, I guess we had started talking a little bit about Black Adam, the new movie starring Dwayne The Rock Johnson, Aldous Hodge, and Pierce Brosnan, That and Quintessa Swindell. What the heck? Let's throw, let's throw a lady's name in there, because she's a star in a movie, too. What the heck? Oh, and I thought it was interesting. Sarah Shahi. I was getting ready to say, I thought it was interesting that, um, in in, uh, well, okay, on one of those, I think it was IMDb, and I had been saying in the theater because I was expecting her to be ISIS, and hey, there may be spoilers, but you know she don't turn into ISIS this movie, but she is listed in the credits somewhere as ISIS, and I was like, oh, check this out, you know, because yeah, so,
2: somebody still made that character in, you know? yes, so. Somebody is still gonna get some type of check. <laughs> Something that them people across the street don't always do. She yes. is
1: the woman who shall be. Yep.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, which is pretty obvious. And her son is going to. What was his name? Osiris. Osiris it was in the yes. comics. That was her it brother. It was in the. Oh. Okay. Oh. That's right. That was her brother in the comic. Yeah. Well, because yeah. it was similar to they. They were like the, Black, the Black, Black Marvel, Marvel family. family. That's what they go. were. They were literally mm-hmm. the Black yes. Marvel family. Because mm-hmm.
2: at the time the wizard was dead. Mm-hmm. And Billy shiz- Billy was now the wizard. Oh, so right. I remember wearing the all-white costumes. He was at, he yeah. asked. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It was like, look at, look at all the Marvel fans like, look at, look at Black Adam getting his life together. <laughs> <laughs> well, he got a good woman. Billy, go ahead and give her some <laughs> Go ahead and give her the scare.
0: <laughs> you know? Go ahead and get that boy some powers. <laughs> and then,
2: <laughs> then my favorite, one of my favorite characters came and was like, some nice stuff you got going over there, Kondock. Ron, I'll go ahead and mess that up for you real
0: fast. <laughs> Let me send
2: these four horsemen down to ruin your, ruin your life.
0: Who's that, Dark side? You, you goddamn I, right. I, <laughs> I thought I remembered that. And if I'm not the mistaken... The
2: final crisis
0: was happening. Yeah, and all of that was in 52. 52. All that yeah, there you, 52. you go. Uh, the D, the weekly comic, well, one of the weekly comics that was coming first out from... D, that was, was the first, first one. one. Oh yeah, because well, because that, there was it broke the mold. There was
2: Trinity. No, it was Countdown. Countdown. Then Trinity. Okay. Mm-hmm. Then, uh, Brightest Day. Mm-hmm. Then later. Brightest on, Day
0: was uh, weekly. Yes, I didn't realize
2: that. At least partially, it was weekly. Hmm. But yeah. Then we got other things later on, like f- different future end and and a bat yeah you know then they kind of overdid it and then marvel <laughs> stole the, the editor of 52 so they could do brand new day you know spider-man was actually weekly or at least three times of, of the of the month huh. was weekly huh and then yeah but 52 was special Had all it the was. top writers writing it at the same time mm-hmm. plus great keith, artists keith giffen mm-hmm. doing all the the layouts for the entire thing mm. And then you got all the different artists drawing it, and you got JG Jones on the covers.
0: Yes, which oh, is the those imp- were brilliant. which
2: is the impetus for this entire movie. Is the cover of Black Adam sitting on the throne of skull with the skulls on his feet?
0: I did notice that when is literally they, they the reason why this thing exists. Yeah, and I'm so hoping that, that like
2: mm-hmm. JG Jones got a nice, a nice little bonus. Probably not. No, actually probably is because they have they have different contracts. Oh, you think? I just oh, hope okay. got. I just hope it's it's a nice one instead of just a regular little check. I hope it's a mm. nicer check because that mm. movie, the entire movie, is built on that image. Mm. The Rock literally, so all that image was like, oh, I could be this guy. That <laughs>
0: <laughs> well,
2: Sheree brings up all the time, like he thought he was trying to be John Stewart. Is like that. That's not you, champ.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, he's better off doing this than he would have been trying to be John Stewart anyway. He could have pulled it off. You know, I got to believe so. You haven't I, I seen don't... The Nice Guys? Uh, I have not.
2: Oh, that's a funny movie with Will Ferrell and Mark Wahlberg. Mm-hmm. And him and Samuel Jackson plays like these amazing super-duper cops. Oh. And I was like, oh, oh. Yeah.
0: oh. Yeah, because... And then um, they die. Will Ferrell and... Spoiler, sorry. Yeah, no, it's okay. I, I, well, I'm not going to look at it, but... Will Ferrell and the other guy, they're like... Uh-huh, they're the cops in the, they're they're the respect. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yes, That's messed
2: up. But if yeah. you play, yeah. uh, you know, a great cop... You can play Luke Hobbs, you can
0: play... Uh, you can play John Stewart. Yeah, you know... Because sometimes Josh Stewart is just Luke Hobbs. It's not that demanding. But, uh, it, see, and I forget that between the comics and... These movies and, and cartoons, TV shows yeah. and cartoons, yeah, They the I mean because, frankly, the wait, who are we talking about? John, John Stewart. Stewart. <laughs> it is John Stewart before John Justice Ste- League
2: cartoon, and it's John Stewart after and the Justice League cartoon. Yeah, you're right, and they're Thank not you. the same character. Thank you.
0: I was getting ready to say that because, in fact, I saw uh, a Neil Adams uh, drawing earlier today when uh, Hal was first. Uh, it, you know, cause yeah. it, it,
2: it, back when he was a traveling artist, we had that job.
0: Well, cause for some reason he never could keep a job. It was, it was when John Stewart was, I knew it was when John Stewart was first introduced yeah. and Hal, Hal was training him and he got his costume and it was when, uh, John Stewart decided I'm not wearing a mask. I don't need a mask. I got nothing to hide, yeah. you know? And anyway though, but there was that Jon Stewart cause he had a fro he was the, Yes. He was all loud. Well, you know, it was the 70s. You know? It's like, he you're, stayed that you're black for a while in the 70s. Though. That's true. <laughs> that is true. You know, but you're black in the 70s in the comics, and that was like a whole nother thing. Unless Jack Kirby was drawing you. And, uh, you know, because I, I was very disturbed. I actually, and this is an aside, but I actually came across uh, a... There's this great, well, I think it's a great Jack Kirby group on social media. And this guy was talking about when Kirby came back to Captain America and started that Mad Bomb storyline, which I didn't think very much of because it was coming on the heels of Steve Englehart and all the wonderful things he had done with Captain America. So it was a great departure. Well, I mean, a great departure from, uh, from what had been happening. But Captain America was still teamed up with the Falcon. The Falcon's girlfriend, Lila, who had been you know kind of radical uh kirby didn't really know he was drawing her processed hair and i'm like ain't no way lila is going to get processed hair and that yeah. she had a fro yeah. you know don't be ridiculous and yet that was what kirby drew because that was what kirby knew ain't nobody you know?
2: give him the memo he would have drew an afro if, he, if if somebody said something
0: he probably would have because he's not like he black couldn't draw afro he? exactly
2: yeah you, if you look at that Black Love book, he has some frozen. Like he didn't do it, when you nobody's. You know what I'm saying? What's who was the
0: editor on Captain America and the Falcon back then? Well, clearly he either didn't get the memo or he didn't care. Anyway, all that to say that you're absolutely right, and there was pre Justice League John Stewart and post Justice League De- John Stewart, and there's no question that The Rock could have done it. Yeah, yes, but he, but made, he, made he the was right better. Decision. Yes, he was better with Black Adam, it
2: being Teth Adam.
0: Yes. Hmm. Well, and in fact, they had, you know, because I guess they did the CG thing with him too, because there was skinny Teth Adam, and then there was, I mean, and that's in the that's in the credits. Somebody is skinny Teth Adam. Yes. You know, from before he, you know, as there, as
2: as know. me and Shireen talked, is like that's how they should have did She
0: Hulk. Yeah, well, and, and there you go. <laughs> hey, Shireen you you I, I had interrupted you when we took the break because I figured you couldn't hear the, the background music, so if you want to complete your thought that you were saying If you can remember what thought was I think you're, you're still oh it. she's muted. Oh Can you
2: unmute? Can oh, you do that? Okay, you can't do that.
0: It's, oh, okay. Oh, I do. Oh. <laughs> I was going to say, man. If this was a t- terrible stuff. Zoom, you could. <laughs> well,
1: I'm, I'm sorry. I had to deal with some things. No, no. What, what that's were you fine. Saying?
0: Oh, I was, I was asking if you wanted to complete your thought from earlier.
1: I don't remember what that was. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> sorry.
0: I was afraid of that. It's okay. Yeah. It's okay. So, well, I tell you what. Um, we we've sort of be, and I didn't even really intend to talk about Black Adam and we haven't really talked about and we talked a little about We talked around Black Adam. We can get more into it after the movie has been out. I I don't want to ruin anything for anybody. Particularly that mid-credits scene which I really enjoyed and well, it he, seems
2: he, he, every, everybody ruined it because they knew it leaked. Well, I know. Well, okay. All right. Well, then hell. Let's I'm see. just saying when 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 the rock talks about it openly interviews <laughs> before the that's movies true. Out, that's it, true in the trades i'm not talking about like on some random thing but like on the red carpet and then also like in the hollywood reporter and everything else i think everybody knows what's in this movie
0: at, well i did at least at the end i did refer it to it in in my review and i said you've probably already seen it I but i was going to err on the side of caution but i appreciate what you're saying because you're absolutely right and as my daughter used to say good point so yes superman is in this uh mid-credit scene at the end of the movie and because apparently viola davis as um uh, amanda waller has sicked the kryptonian marvel on black adam and uh, here's henry cavill returning to the role and he's like Black Adam, you've got a lot of people worried. <laughs> you know, something like that. Yeah, it's that, been a know. long
2: time. Like, really? so, you had the world shaking. Really? Look at you! Look at look at! I can see you, Henry Cavill. I see you. you. know, finally got your hair right in the movie. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and it they
0: was,
1: did put the curl on it. That was nice. I've
0: been waiting for that for a long time. It was just great seeing him. I always liked Henry Cavill in that role. And I got it's
2: not it's not his fault. No, it's not his fault. What happened? (laughs) (laughs) He was just doing his role, and they, uh, and yeah, they 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 messed him up.
1: I was excited to get a new Superman, but that didn't happen. You know, when you when when the producers are also your manager, you get get opportunities, but Mm -hmm. um. And it's not to say I don't enjoy Henry Cavill, I really do enjoy Henry Cavill. I have not enjoyed him as Superman, but that is probably more a fault of the films themselves than Henry Cavill. Um, So it was a cool scene. I like it when Black Adam said, there's no one on earth who can beat me. And I said in the theater, there there used to be no one on earth who could beat you. Uh, (laughs) Times done changed, Black Adam. Times done (laughs) changed. and then she said, well, I'll get somebody off-world. We outside. That's what she said. Basically. And then,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and then she introduced Superman, and he was all smooth with it. He rolled up on him with a little swag on him. So mm-hmm. that was nice.
0: Yeah. Well, and not threatening, because, of course, Superman doesn't have to do that. It's like, hey, don't start none, won't be none. I'm just telling you that you got a lot of people nervous. <laughs> you know? It's like... And that was something interesting, though, about the Black Adam character, too, because, uh, again, clearly an anti-hero and uh, had no compunction. I mean, if you opened up on him, he would take you out. (laughs) It's like he was going to give as good as he got. He gave you more. (laughs) He gave you more.
2: (laughs) He's like, oh, so you wants to be. What did Deloree say? So you, so you wanna uh, you wanna hit people with garbage cans? Huh?
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> now I gotta take my knife out. <laughs> you know what that's how he was like, oh, oh, you go, you just gonna hit me with a billy club? Oh, okay, okay, that's your life, <laughs> your man's life, your other man's life. <laughs> Yeah, basically. Everybody outside, like, yeah, 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 get them fools up out of here. Out here disrespecting our country, got they foot on they necks. That's right. Black Adam. He ain't even want. He ain't even want to be the champion for nobody. He like a. He like. He like a gangster that got home out of jail and just like, dang. Look at these new thugs out here running these streets.
0: Ha uh-huh, ha. Yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> y- y'all ain't got no honor. Y'all ain't got no code. <laughs> I, I thought they
1: this. gave him a, a nice twist on his backstory.
2: Oh, they yeah, cleaned it up. They cleaned yeah. it up because that is not that is not the current one in canon.
1: Right. Yes. Yeah. That I is, was a, like, this is a is nice a interesting. One. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was lovely. It was a backstory that made him more, I guess, tangible. Well, not tangible, but made you feel like made him less of an anti villain and more of an anti hero, if, if those terms are even at play here.
2: Yeah, uh you can also tell that the rock is like I can only play a person, but so bad.
0: Yes, yeah, like well, it it but it, so bad. Yeah, I mean it's gonna. I mean, he he's he's trying not to drag his image down. and I know? understand. I mean, that. He, he is got still to, He got the
2: weight, you know. So he got the power.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm.
2: he has the power of the Maia via
0: you know what i'm saying he i'm sorry was, the power of the what
2: the maivia his, his grandfather's name
0: oh high chief
2: maivia oh you know what i'm saying he can't be out here looking like a looking like a complete <laughs> heel he's looking at you see that smile he gave that smile light up a room he has an empathetic backstory like mm-hmm. uh, well you you most people is like oh the king the king did all the little evil king that took over conduct like did all that oh he enslaved y'all most people Especially most black people be like, well, I guess he got to go.
0: <laughs> like, you did what you had to do, bro. <laughs> the whistles was bugging, you know what I'm saying? Well, and he forged that relationship with the woman and her, and her son. Yeah. You know, which was also, and, you know, taking advice from the son. I mean, that put me in mind of uh, uh, Freddie up in the uh, group home, you know, schooling uh, Billy. You know, it says, you need a catchphrase. <laughs> it's like... Something really cool to say before you kill him. You it's, it's,
2: it's it's little it's little things like that that I think people are missing. It's like it's supposed to rhyme with the other movie, even if you mm. feel like it's too much going on. Mm-hmm. It's weird for me that all that stuff was happening in Philly. Ain't nobody checking on this random new red superhero that nobody know his name, and he's running around with a kid with a crutch. Mm. Ain't where, where was
0: y'all at? Where was Viola Davis did? Wait, wait, they? Y'all, they check on oh, old well, boy. Well, well, you saw Superman got lunch with him. You know? <laughs> that's at the end of the movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: Again, it rhymes. Who was at the end of both of those movies with the Marvel family? Superman. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm just leading up. I need y'all was like, "Oh, Superman is not. I need to. I do need Zachary Levy in a sea with the Rock. I need to see that happen. Yeah, that's going to be hilarious. Because Zachary is sure funny. That's where
1: they're headed. Hmm. Isn't that where they're I hope
2: so. We'll see what happens. Well, well the, looks like the rocks taking over. I mean, we
1: got
0: that glimpse of Black Adam in the
2: first Shazam movie. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So we'll see
2: at the end of uh, Shazam too. Yes, I suppose we will. Please, please let Sinbad still be in the movie. Still let him be talkie tiny. With the, the listeners can't see me with my fingers crossed. <laughs> Do you know how bad I want to see Zachary <laughs> Levy, The Rock, and Sinbad with Desmon Dij- uh, Dij- Hanzu all in one scene? <laughs> That is that is movie gold
0: (laughs) that would be something (laughs) you know, and and again people don't understand How I because there shouldn't this bias against the DC movies really bothers me at least be Objective about the way that you're looking at all of these and and don't get me wrong I mean I was I mean I was harsh in some of the things that I said about black Adam and I stand by him But I enjoyed the movie I mean ultimately at the end of the thing I was like well this was a fun movie-going experience, you know, I mean even if Narratively, I thought it was a mess. you know, I mean I still Sorry, no Shereen You should go ahead. No, please. What were you gonna say?
1: I didn't like any of Zack Snyder's films. I didn't like them Um, I just didn't like them and that was years you know You guys already know how I felt about the Wonder Woman movies. Um, Those weren't even
0: Zack Snyder movies.
1: (laughs) No. I mean, I I just, I liked Wonder Woman one more than I liked the Zack Snyder movies. I liked it more. Yeah, but but you still didn't really
0: care. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Yeah, Mm -hmm.
1: I saw the problems in the storytelling or in the, I'm sorry, in the subtext, not the Ah, storytelling. I saw the problems Mm -hmm. in the subtext that made themselves very apparent in Wonder Woman 1984. So I think that maybe a lot of people just felt let down for a number of years, You know, of course not Julian, but a lot of people, they were looking for something else and you would see glimpses of it somewhere like in Aquaman and glimpses of it in Shazam, although I think they really needed to make that a family movie. We've talked about that before. And so we had these little, and, and even Wonder Woman 1, we had glimpses and I think people just wanted more And I think that that's why they're harder on DC, but I also think, like I said before, DC's tone is very different and it's supposed to be. DC's tone is not supposed to be the same as Marvel's tone. It just isn't, you know? And I think that people get lost when they think it should be. You can't allow for other forms of storytelling when you're stuck on Marvel storytelling, which just doesn't work for all characters or all universes.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Well, I agree with you. And, and uh, just to tack on to the end of that, what I heard when uh, immediately after Marvel had used the strategy of bringing Iron Man and Captain America and Thor into the Avengers after each of those characters having had their own individual movie. And what I heard was people saying, oh, that's what DC needs to do. Now, here's the thing. Alright, if you do that and then you do the Justice League, then people are like, Oh well they ripped off Marvel.
2: My main my main problem I guess my main issue is that this just mirrors the comic book thing. This just mirrors the D C Marvel War of like the eighties and nineties or whatever. Like, oh, D C is lame than Marvel, Marvel can do no wrong. Marvel's mm. great. Uh, this, that and the third, the mm. fandom, the books are better, look at the style, like, oh my goodness it mirrors the same thing and my main problem with people who say that with the whole they need to do the movies lead up to the team up i was like that is not how dc works Mm -hmm. it actually is how marvel there was a bunch of books and then they put all the the people together Mm -hmm. that wasn't (laughs) spider-man and fantastic four Mm -hmm. in the avengers to sell that Mm -hmm. the justice league literally bong it was a brave and bold issue it was like they was the justice league they was together mm, yeah and then mm-hmm. they went off off of that like it's, it's not the same thing and i always thought they just do a justice league movie and then if you, you know. want to make other movies afterwards that's the way and they were it seemed like that's where they were going but hey they got sold and bought again and the hmm. person that was in charge that was the he actually had some type of plan and now he's gone
0: <laughs> yes I, he real
1: is. quick i just want to say that what i would have done either I would have done World's Finest first, or I would have done a Justice League movie that's basically the same structure as the Blues Brothers, where <laughs> they already know each other, they're just coming back together for a job. And so you get to know the characters through the other Justice League members' eyes, and maybe you know something that happened in the past that is affecting them now. That would have been my structure, so that you can make the Justice League movie first, and then spin off
0: into the other films. Mm-hmm. Well, that would have made a lot more sense. And you know, this whole uh, we're stuck on having to do origins. And and hey, I'm I'm guilty of that myself. I mean, I a lot of these movies, I'm like, no, you got to show the origin. And, and that was nope. that the but that was the um, the blueprint that had been sort of created. And a lot of people felt like they had to adhere to that. And I, as I recall, uh, that first Batman movie, they when they didn't do that, you know, some people were like, "Well, wait, we don't get to see how he." But no, you don't. <laughs> you know, it's like yeah, he's, he's running around. Like, his, exactly. He, he had no origin. Mm-hmm.
2: I was like, we know, we know what Batman origin is. His parents got shot. Mm-hmm. He became Batman. Mm-hmm. Keep it moving.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, and and yes, <laughs> yeah, <you> know, <laughs> clearly.
2: At this point, like, I don't want the. You don't need an origin for the Flash. He nine seasons of a TV show. Send a person to Netflix.
0: <laughs> if you haven't been paying attention, <laughs> watched, shame on you. Like yeah. he, you got hit with lightning and some chemicals. He can run fast. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, you know, and, and I, I would dearly love to continue this discussion, but we're out of time. I would like to thank my panelists and you, too, for having tuned in. Of course, Fantastic Forum is available via the website at fantasticforum.tv. You can actually see complete episodes of the television version of the show. The various segments are broken out for your convenience. You can check it out all through that website. The show is also available, well, the radio show is also available as a podcast, thanks to our friends at the Great Geek Refuge. Find it on all the platforms where your favorite podcasts are available. Download it, take it with you, love it, hug it, ah, kiss it, we love you. Anyway, um... The show also re-airs each and every Sunday afternoon right here on WERA from 4 to 5 p.m. And we remain in first run each and every Saturday here from 4 to 5 p.m. So we'll be back with another all-new episode next weekend, and we hope you'll choose to join us. In the meantime, enjoy the rest of your weekend. Uh, If you are headed out, stay safe and Come back again. Same bat time, same bat station.